0: We're still on the subject of examining ourselves. Amen? Amen. Taking a good look at you before you look at somebody else. Am I on the right page? Because there are some flaws. And some fallacies that are in your character that you ain't got time to be worried about somebody else's amen and I know that to be a fact cause the scripture tells us it's on. the scripture tells us to go on to perfection amen so therefore we ain't made it yet there's still some individual work to be done on each individual. Am I in the right house? So therefore, if you would, let's read, go to Romans 12, and we're going to read the first two verses. Amen. Let's read them, please. Amen. Coco, I forgot to get this one. Take that down. Thank you. Here we find that we, as a people of God, is still preserving ourselves for our own personal use, and it's not about God at all. It's still about me, myself, and I. Amen? We put ourselves at the front of the list, and then God has to find a place in our life after that. In the in, in in the time of God's grace and mercy, we have not dedicated our life or set it apart as a living sacrifice. The question is, what have you given back to God for what He has done for you? Please don't say. Well, I pay my tithe. Now, that's for you. Amen? Paying tithes is for you because that's for you to be blessed, not God. If that was the case, some failed in that area uh, by hitting and missing. We become sometimes when it comes down to tithing. So that couldn't be the living sacrifice. David said, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? I will take up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. How are you going to call? In prayer. What shall I give him in return for all he has done for me? We don't keep a good record upon what God has done for us. We soon, we are people that soon forget where God brought us from. We are people that soon forget how God saved us and what shape we was in when he pulled us out and, 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 and all the above. We soon forget. But here David is reminding himself, Lord, what can I do to repay you? for where you brought me from. Oh. Do a flashback from where he brought you from. Huh. Look at where you was and what you were doing. Look at some of the holes that he pulled you out of. David said, "I'm going to take up the cup of salvation." I will complete what I promised God that I would do, and I will do it together in unity with his people. Because God has not called us to be one individual. He called us to be a body. The word holy, I think that word was mentioned in the scriptures, Holy and acceptable unto God. The word holy don't come into focus because we will still curse at a drop of a head. We still lack the separation that God requires us from the world. We still try to be connected to the world when God called for us to be separate. Am I in the right house? 1 John 2, verse 15 and 17 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes. And the pride of life. For that is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Whoa. So now, we got to do another examination. Am I doing the will of God for my life? Huh? No point in you looking to see whether or not Elder Bean is doing the will, but you got to examine yourself and see if you doing the will of God for your life. Come on, somebody. Because guess what? If God felt that you could do it better than what I'm doing, he'd have called you instead of calling me. People miss what God wants them to do because they're too busy criticizing what somebody else is doing. So he gave us instructions and a command, love not the world. He didn't say you can if if you want to and you don't have to. He said love not. The things that are in the world, if any man, that means save or not save. if any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Can't have it both ways. Not with God. You either in with him or you out with him. He ain't going to take second if he can't have first. Uh-oh. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, what you want. The lust of the eye, what somebody else got. And the pride of life, look at me. Come on somebody. And then he said, and all of this stuff is going to pass away. With the lust down of. You know what it's saying? All that's going to pass away and everything that's attached to it is going with it. If you attach to it, you're going with it. <laughs> but he said, the one that's going to remain. Now listen to this. The one that's going to abide forever. Uh, when are we going to start doing what it's going to take to abide forever? He that doeth the will of God abided forever. Oh, so that's the criteria. Come on, somebody. First thing, first thing we got to get out of self. Am I in the right place? John 17 and the verses 15 and 17 say, Jesus said, I pray not that they should take them out of the world, but God shall keep him from the evil. He knows that if you're still alive, you got to live here. Huh? You got to live here, but he said his prayer is to keep you from the evil. In other words, you're in the world, but not part of it. You can't be partakers of it. They are not of the world. Even as I am not of the world. Oh, here he come. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is true. Nobody nowadays wants to be identified as sanctified. We don't mind them calling us Christians and name. We don't mind them calling us saints. But, Lord, have mercy, to be identified as being sanctified. Amen. Jesus says, told told his prayer to God was to sanctify you. Come on now. Sanctification is a badge of honor. Come on, somebody. Amen. And we supposed to wear it proudly. Why? Because it connects us with Jesus, and it connects us with God. Amen. Stop looking at being sanctified and nappy head. Amen. Long dress down to the ground. Grease oil all on your face. No makeup. That ain't sanctification. Come on now. That's an outward appearance. You got to be sanctified through the truth. And the truth has got to be in your heart. You want to be identified with sanctification because you got a rag tied around your head in the middle of the day. Um, come on, somebody. you going to work. Uh-oh, I'm going to get you now. you going to work, and you know the job that you is on is appropriate for you to have on some breeches, but since you call yourself sanctified, you're going to wear a dress, but you're going to tie a knot in the damn hip. Oh, wow. Come on, somebody. Your outward appearance has nothing to do with you being sanctified. It's what's in your heart that causes you to be sanctified. Huh? A lot of them that were sanctified and still had them long dresses, they still were pulling them up. It is the money didn't stop them from pulling them up. It was a whole lot of sanctified women got pregnant and didn't have husbands. Amen. So it wasn't in the dress. Because <laughs> they found time to get out of it. I it <laughs> Am I right how? Amen. So long dresses don't tell it all it just hides it amen the devil is still giving us a black eye in our worship in the presence of God when we don't allow God's word to have free course in us and sanctify us in the truth guess what the devil gives us a black eye. The word said, Don't be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. That means progressively changing. Fix your attention on God as you mature spiritually. Are you maturing spiritually? Are you still being conformed to this world? Huh? You still got the Joneses in your eyes or you got Jesus in your eyes? Be changed from the inside out. By the renewing of your mind. If your mind don't change, you don't either. Don't care how long your dress get. Come on, somebody. Don't care how nappy your hair is. If your mind don't change, not changing that barbed wire ain't going to change nothing. He didn't say look sanctified. He said be sanctified. You got to focus on godly values and changing, uh uh-uh, here's what we're messing up, changing your attitude. If your attitude don't change, you don't either. Huh? Come on, somebody. That means if your attitude don't change, you still got the same mind. So you wouldn't transformed. Come on, somebody. That you may prove that the will of God is working in you. And his plan and purpose is working in you and for you. Hmm. Something to think about. Amen. We love to pray, Lord, let your will be done, but we go to the object of his will. See, because God, that word is because God is a gentleman. He ain't breaking in on you. But you need to be praying, Lord, make your will be done. Just break in on me because I can't conform to your will on my own. Come on, somebody. But God ain't going to break in on you because if you don't want his will to be done in you, guess what? It won't be done. Come on, somebody. You know what I found now? If God got to make you be a saint, he still has have to make you when you get in heaven. Amen. Being one has got to be in your heart. It's got to be found in you. The transformation must be found in you. Mind the right house. to Proverbs. We don't have a. churchy. We just have a problem being the church. It's two different things. The whole world out there is trying to look churchy. Come on somebody. But are they the church? And this should be our focus point. And this is why we should examine ourselves to find out are we in the will of God? will of God is for us to be saved. So are we saved or are we still hidden and missing? We're going to read Proverbs 1 through 12. Then I'm going to read you something. Is that all right? Proverbs chapter 3 verses 1 through 12. Let's read. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the tablets of thine heart. So shall thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thy own understanding. In all of thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be healthy to thy neighbor and marrow to thy bone. Honor the Lord with thy, and with the first fruit of thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and the press shall burst out with new wine. My son despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he corrected, even as the Father's son in whom he Amen. Hmm. In Proverbs 3, verses 1 through 12. MSG has a layout this. It's pretty unique. And it said, forget not my law. Don't assume you know it all. I like the interpretation of it. It said, don't forget all I have taught you. Take to heart my commands. They will help you live a long, long time. A long life lived full and well. Do not lose your grip on love and loyalty. Wow. Wow. The people of God is losing their grip on the love of God. Huh? And loyalty to his service. Tie them around your neck. Carve their initials on your heart. So if you want a tattoo, carve the word of God in your heart. You. Earn a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of the people. So guess what? Impress God with your life. We try to impress everybody else. But when will we try to impress God with our living? Well, well, well. They should see who you are and who you belong to without you even opening your mouth. You don't have to wave a flag and tell somebody who you belong to. Because guess what? If the divine presence of God is on you, it will be seen. And you don't have to be heard. Trust in God from the bottom of your heart. Your whole heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. And we got a big problem with that. We got a big problem with trying to figure out everything on our own. And then when our back get up against the wall, it's, oh, Lord, help me. Come on on now. Instead of letting him guide you in the first place, that pitfall you would have missed. Am I in the right house? to figure out everything on your own because you will mess it up. You will mess up with God, without God. Listen for the voice of God in everything you do. A very small, still voice because the Holy Ghost do talk. And the only way that you don't hear him it's because you got the volume turned down. You got the you got the spiritual volume turned down, and you got your radio turned up. So, how can you hear God? Amen. Listen for the voice of God in everything you do, everywhere you go. He is the one who will keep you on track don't assume that you know it all cause you don't then they said run to God and run from evil however we do the opposite we run from God and run to the evil amen it's like we have lost our sense of direction. Your compass, your life compass had run into a magnetic field that is just going round and round and round and you don't know where to go. Lost your sense of direction. It's in our nature To run the evil. So then boy running the evil, you got to fight. You got to fight and you got to put up some resistance. Resist the devil and he shall flee from me. If you run to God... If you run to God, your body will glow with help. Wow. You mean know, we run to God, we won't be so sick. Huh? If we run to God, we won't be so towed down. If we run to God, we'll have some, we'll be energetic about our walk with God. We'll stop being, I'm so tired. Wednesday night got here already. <laughs> Amen. Your very bones will vibe will be vibrant with life. Honor God with everything you own. Give Him the first of the best. Uh oh. The first of the best. Well, I'm not like Pastor Sam, I can't I can't grow a garden, and so I can't give it the I can't give the fruits of my labor in the garden. So let me see what I got in here that I can fast. We're gonna think about what all we got to do next next week, and we're gonna short chain God. Huh? And you know what it does? It keeps you on need more boulevard. Because you know what, you know what your blessing with that money was for? You blessing God was for you, it wasn't for God. God don't need nothing. He already owned everything. Come on, somebody. All the cows are here, all the silver and gold in here. He said, the callers of a thousand hills belong to me. Come on now. And then he turned around and said, if I was hungry, I wouldn't tell that to you. You can't be your own self. Why would I come to you? Wow. Then, then, you here One. I ain't even three things. <laughs> I gotta go out to eat. Go home and cook. Save us from his wrath. God is studying saying, baby, I'm doing it for your benefit. salt under his loving correction. If he don't love you he'll leave you alone. It's the trial that he loves that God corrects. Come on y'all. If you really think about it you ought to rejoice at the correction of God. Because he only corrects you if he loved you. Amen. If he didn't love you, he would turn you over to a reprobate mind That you would believe a lie before you believe the truth. Come on, somebody. Nobody wants a whooping, but sometime after the whooping is gone, you say, oh, you don't do that with no more." Amen. Amen. And Rosella knows not to come back with no real thing because she'll have to go right back and pick up a nothing. But it was for our good. You know what it did? Kept you out of jail. Kept you from robbing banks. Kept you from stealing. Come on, somebody. It kept you from, from from shooting folks, running the street, running in a game. Look at all the benefits that that whooping did you. And God tried to apply that same type of whooping to you so it will correct you so that you won't get caught up in the world and this system and what it's got going on. Huh? Keep up from hoodoo, hoodoo, and you too. Huh? Keep up from worshiping other gods. Huh? And sometimes it seemed like he had to beat the truth in us. Because that's what mama had to do sometimes, doesn't it? Oh. My wife, she was slick with her you make you lay down so you won't reach and grab her. <laughs> Prostate! <laughs> it's gonna hurt me, more than it's gonna hurt you! Sister Turn, I got them beating more than you did. They just stayed on that tail. Huh? <laughs> come on, somebody. The money. Them four letter words to come out and she catches you and I say, I didn't say that. of you still can't get rid of them four letter words You gonna fool around God gonna beat the snot at you <laughs> Keep on And hide under the banner of his name knocked it off of you as a reminder, go to Jeremiah chapter 17. If we cursed, we were tough. He had us thinking that if we cursed, we were big and bad. Come on, somebody. And wasn't nothing to you. At that particular time, you were a whole bunch of mouth. And you didn't want nobody to call you on the carpet of it. Come on, somebody. What you gonna do? <laughs> Watch it. <sighs> well, well, where were we? Jeremiah verses 17, verses 9 and 10. Let's read them, please. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The Lord Lord searches the heart. I try to reign even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of. Oh, we going to get paid. We going to receive the wages. Come on, somebody. We're going to receive the wages of our work. It's going to be our due payment. You know how y'all was on your job. They ain't paying me for all this work I'm doing. I'm working too hard for this little money. God going to pay you just right. (laughs) somebody (laughs) and if the payment is wrong if the payment is for unrighteousness I put it that way you're going to be saying Lord I didn't do all this here one (laughs) you need to take some of this back (laughs) come on now Jeremiah said the heart of man is deceitful above all things wow you know why you can look at that? If you look at the animal kingdom, the animal kingdom, they kill for survival. They kill for their food. We kill for the heck of it. We kill because somebody made us mad. We killed because somebody had something to die with, that, that we wanted, so we killed them and took it. Come on, somebody. Amen. And most of the time we do, we kill with the mouth. We destroy people with the mouth. We destroy people with our words. And we take them not in consideration what we're saying. That's why God said our heart is desperately wicked. And who can know it? God can. He know everything about it. Every hidden issue. Come on, somebody. And when and when the issue gets too hot in you, it comes out of you. That's why Jesus said it ain't what goes in a man that defiles him, but it what comes out of a man that defiles. If it stays in you long enough, it's coming out. You can only hide it for so long. Then the real you going to show up. Am I in the right house? I don't care how long you run around here talking about praise the Lord, everybody. Some hidden issues in you, baby. And they got to come out. And and, And you know what? You better get them out before it's too late. Because guess what? Time is winding down. And we don't know how much longer we got left. With your cute self. Amen. The heart has a reputation as being me as a two-headed snake and it is extremely sick and wicked. A puzzle that no one can figure out. Wow. The question is, who can understand it fully and know it's secret motives? Hmm. So our heart has some secret motives. But he said, I the Lord. Searches and examine the mind. I, the Lord, test the heart. I, the Lord, give each man according to his ways, according to the results of his deeds. I, the Lord, gets to the root of the things, and I treat them as they really are, not as they pretend to be. That's a tough one now. God said, I see you. Not what you portray, but I see you. I see the real you. Now, if God sees the real us, wouldn't it behoove us to examine our ways? To see, can we get some of that stuff straight? Own our, cause you do know you just own your way to glory. You ain't made it there yet, huh? Ain't nobody in here got a guarantee seat. Did y'all hear me? Amen. So, don't sit in that chair like you done already made it to heaven, baby. You need to be squirming, Amen. trying to figure out. I done examine myself, and there's some things that I need to get rid of. And God, I need your help to get help me get them rid of. Because if you don't, I'm going to miss it. Anybody in here want to miss it? Alfredo was first one throw that hand up. But she snatched that thing down real quick. <laughs> That's why you got to wait. <laughs> I don't think nobody in here comes to church weekly and want to miss heaven. But guess what? I will come into church weekly and we still can miss heaven if we don't get that stuff out of us. Amen. Y'all hear me? Amen. We ain't got no guarantee seat. Come on now. So stop acting like you're tough before God. He don't a tough one in here. Let's go to Matthew chapter 5. The verse 6 through 9. Let's read them, please. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Hold it right there. If you don't stay in the book, there's no way in the world you can be hung after righteousness. If you don't stay in the Holy Ghost, there's no way you can be thirsty. Come on, somebody. In other words, you still be sipping on mud and going by hearsay. Seven verse says, Blessed are the merciful, but they, all you unmerciful folks up in here. On nobody, you ain't gonna get no mercy. You might not see it today, but there's a day down the road that you're gonna need somebody to show you some mercy. No man is an island unto himself. You going to need somebody. Can I tell you something else? And it ain't going to be in your household either. Oh. Oh. Saints better learn how to help one another. Because guess what? The very ones that you don't want to help is the very one that you're going to need their help. Because you know why I said that? Because God going to fix it like that. God is a God of strategy. He knows where to move you. Come on, somebody. In the right place, at the right time, and you're going to need somebody. And if you didn't have no mercy... Guess what? When your time comes, it's going to be hard to find some mercy. Amen. Hmm. Mercy? Did God bless you with mercy? With love and kindness that he drawn you? because of the mercies of God that we was not consumed and his compassion failed not he could have already sent us to hell when we were already hell bound but he showed us mercy when we could have already been dead sleeping in our graves but he showed us mercy yes. when you were sick and couldn't get well then he came along and showed you some mercy yes. now you're up on your feet and now you are, you're you all dead on a bag of chips you don't need nobody now. Baby, there comes another need day. It is right down the road. Come on, somebody. Eighth verse. Blessed are the pure in heart now you got to do some hard work. If you planning on seeing God, you got to get your heart right. If you plan on seeing God, you know what? You got to get some love in your heart. Cause God is love. And if your heart don't match his heart, you ain't going to see him. Oh oh. Because he going to look for himself. In your heart. And if he's not in your heart, you ain't going to see him. Say, so who are you? Depart from me. You work a iniquity. I know you're not. Can you imagine God telling you that? You know what he's saying? Get out of my sight. I don't even know who you are. Y'all better watch how you get in your feelings. And let your feelings get you out of the will of God. Because here he is, on these folk, he is uh, pronouncing a blessing on them. He said, Blessed, happy are you, fortunate are you. Huh? Fortunate and happy are you if you have mercy on somebody else. Wow. Ninth verse says, "Blessed are they, for they shall be." Some of y'all might be thinking you're gonna be called a child of God, but God said if you ain't a peacemaker, He don't know you. Out division, skills them uh, clicks and wicks. <laughs> Come on, somebody! And guess what it does too? It also catches, casts castes out selfishness. Amen. To be a peacemaker, huh? Come on now. And tell me, I just don't like him. I don't like the way he look. Okay. <laughs> <No> way. <laughs> uh. Then I go around trying to pick all his pin I don't like that old pink shirt he got on. Y'all should have been white like mine. <laughs> Ain't no peace want to be made in you. Is that right? I'm i I'm i I'm a, I'm i I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a wait, I'm to wait till she do it again, but I'm gonna get her. Let her say it one more time, huh? And I'm gonna knock her head off. Wishing to be a peace breaker. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Watch it. You know what he's saying? Alma ain't got to love me, but I got to love Alma. I'm going to put the coal on Alma head. Hey, the top of Alma head is what's going to be smoking, not mine. (laughs) because huh? <laughs> you know what I refuse to let Emma have my blessing stop giving folks your blessing you know what you got to tell them you ain't worth it. You ain't worth robbing me of my peace. You ain't worth robbing me of my blessing. God gave it to me and I'm not planning on giving it to you. Being blessed is not based on your dollars and cents. Being blessed is how hungry are you for God's presence in your life. Are you starving and have you worked up in good appetite and thirsty for the righteousness of God? Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God he is your food and he is your drink yes. so are you thirsty and hungry for the word of God does it register when you read it does it give you this type of oh wow Come on God said that yes. hmm. are you just reading it for the left? Huh. Is it having an effect on you? Is it effective in your life? You know what I found now? You can't take no break from this. You take a break from this, you'll go back to what you were doing. Yeah. I don't care if you've been in the church party 50 years. You take a break, guess what? You're going to go back to your old nature. Amen. Blessed are the merciful. Let's repeat that again. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. If you're not concerned about others, why should God be concerned about you? Don't get in the habit of burning bridges behind you because you may have to cross back over the same bridge that you burned. on the other side of the water and can't get home (laughs) and your bridge done collapsed and your swimming strokes ain't up to par (laughs) ain't no rounds and ain't no (laughs) flowers come on now That's a good one now. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. You got to have some godly character. And a peacemaker and a maintainer of peace and be not a hand raiser. That when you discover who you really are, and I call the sons of God. Don't be a hell raiser, and then think you're gonna be called the sons of God. That ain't gonna happen. You might.